Live the good life unless. I'm Melissa Goodwin, and this is Frugal and Thriving. Welcome to Episode 1 of the Frugal and Thriving Podcast. How do you get started with frugal living? What changes do you make to save money and live within a budget? And how do you make those changes long-lasting without feeling miserly? There are many lifestyle changes that you can make and it can get a little overwhelming. So this is my take on the best place to get started. Of all the frugal habits you can foster, there's one in particular that will save you money and it has another big benefit too. In fact, if there is only one frugal habit that you ever adopt, it would be this. The habit of minimizing waste. Why start with minimizing waste? Because making big lifestyle changes can be hard and slashing spending can feel like deprivation when you're just starting on your frugal journey. And when you feel deprived, it can be hard to stay motivated and it's easy to go back to old familiar habits. But reducing waste doesn't feel like deprivation because you're not cutting things from your life, but you are still saving money. And these wins will keep you motivated over the long run and encourage you to make further changes. Another reason to start with waste reduction is that we do tend to waste a lot and in a lot of different areas of our lives. So reducing waste can actually add up to some really big savings. In this episode, I'm going to cover the three big areas of waste that have the biggest impact on your budget. But back to that other big benefit. As you will have already worked out, reducing waste doesn't just save you money, it's good for the environment, which is really important too. Before I get to the big three areas to focus on to reduce waste, I want to remind you to check out the show notes that go with this episode for a heap of resources on the Frugal and Thriving blog, and they'll help you to reduce waste. It's hard to believe, but food makes up an incredible 40% of our household waste. According to the Australian Government's Department of Environment and Energy website, Australian consumers throw away around 3.1 million tonnes of edible food a year. For the average Australian household, that translates to around 20% of food purchased. That's kind of like buying five bags of groceries and taking one of those bags and just chucking it straight in the bin every single week. And according to the government's National Food Waste Strategy document, which I'll link to in the show notes, food waste costs Australian households between 2200 and 3800 a year, which is pretty massive. That's like a holiday. It's a whole extra month's mortgage repayment or a month's worth of rent just going in the bin. So reducing food waste will not only halve your waste, which is good for the environment, it can also add up to significant savings in the budget, thousands of dollars even, which is why it's an excellent place to start. So how do you reduce food waste? The key is to buy only what you will eat and then eat what you buy. The most effective strategy for doing this is meal planning. Planning out your meals for the week, writing a shopping list of the things you'll need, 
buying only what's on your list and then eating the food that you buy. Another strategy is to plan for leftovers. We eat leftovers for lunch and that saves us money on lunches as well as reducing food waste. And I have to say I prefer leftover stir fry to soggy sandwiches any day. You can also freeze leftovers which saves you time later because that's a whole meal you don't have to cook. You can repurpose leftovers or you can plan meals like vegetable curry that will use up all those bits and bobs in your crisper before they go limp and yucky. So reducing food waste can save you a ton of money. Multiply your savings with this next tip. Okay, so the next way to reduce waste is by switching from disposable products to reusable products. If you think about how our grandparents lived, they would buy something once and use it over and over until it wore out. What we do now is the opposite. We use something once and buy it over and over, which is kind of crazy when you think about it, not just in terms of the amount of landfill we create, but because it wastes so much money unnecessarily. How do you switch from disposables? Here's a biggie that we need to tackle first. If you currently buy bottled water, then this switch is going to save you a heap of money. The average person in the US buys around three bottles of water a week. At $3 a bottle, which is how much we'll pay in Australia at your local servo or the convenience store, that adds up to $468 a year. A reusable water bottle is a great investment and it will save you money not just this year but for years to come. And if you don't like the taste of tap water, and I'm first to admit I don't like the taste of our tap water, a good water filter can fix that. But there are a lot of other disposable products in the home that can be switched for reusable ones. And while the savings won't be as dramatic, each switch can add up. Cling wrap, for example, can be exchanged with reusable containers, recycled jars, and even an upturned bowl covering food on a plate. You don't have to go out and buy fancy containers. Use what you've already got at home. Disposable dishcloths can be exchanged for reusable ones, and then you just throw those in the wash with your clothes. Paper towel can be exchanged with cleaning rags or tea towels and even a cake rack for draining things like bacon instead of draining it on a paper towel. In fact, there are dozens of potential disposable products in our homes that can be replaced with reusable ones. So when you come across a disposable product, consider ways that you can switch to reusable. Every time you switch, you're saving money, not just this month, not just this year, but for many years to come. The third area of waste I want to mention in this episode is energy waste. There are a lot of ways to reduce energy consumption, but reducing waste is one of the easiest. According to a study done in the UK, households waste between 9 and 16% of the energy they use. Now the average energy cost in Australia is around $1,600 a year, and that's according to a survey done by CanStar. So if 9 to 16% of that bill is wasted, then that's an extra $144 to $256 that you could save each year without much effort. Now in practical terms, that means turning lights and ceiling fans off when you're not in a room. It means not running the aircon or heating when nobody is at home or heating or cooling empty rooms. 
It means turning off TVs and computers when no one is using them. It means turning electronics off at the wall instead of leaving them, them on standby. It also means only running the dishwasher or the washing machine when you have a full load. Doing those things will reduce your energy waste, save you money and reduce your carbon footprint. So to recap today's episode, the best place to start when changing habits to more frugal ones is to first address waste. By reducing waste in the home, especially in these three big areas of food waste, disposables and energy waste, the savings can really add up over the course of the year. Small changes are easy to implement and when you see results, they can motivate you to make bigger changes that not only save you money, but improve the quality of life. Thanks for listening to the Frugal and Thriving podcast. Don't forget to check out the show notes for more resources on reducing waste and saving money. And if you like today's show, please click to subscribe in your favourite podcast app.